Iruvin Daf Kof Head. The last thing we were discussing was what do we do with a, uh, a dead rodent in the Beit Hamikdash area? How do we take it out? We saw in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yochanan Biroka said, "Take it out with your belt because we want you to get it out of there as fast as possible." And Rabbi Yehuda said, "Use a wooden uh, tongue. This way, less things become tameh because wood a wooden keli doesn't become tameh." And then we got into the whole question about uh, if a person brings a rodent itself in the Beit HaMikdash, are you Hayav or not? We saw right in the beginning of the Gemara, Rav Tavi Bakishna said in the name of Shmuel that you are Patur. And the Gemara tried pushing it away. And then we tried to say that, are we allowed to bring a rodent into the Beit HaMikdash area is the same Mahloket as Rabbi Udan, Rabbi Hanan bin Beroka in the Mishnah. And the Gemara pushed it away. And with that, we are starting Kofdalid Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom at the end of the line, where it says, Rather, you have to say that this Mahloket, if we're allowed to bring a rodent into the Beit HaMikdash or not, goes like the second part of our Mishnah, Oto. Where, from where, which part of the Beit HaMikdash area do you take it out? You had Rabbi Shimon ben Anas who said, uh, you, you could take it out from... Uh, the Hechal, the Ulam, and from anywhere between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, and Rabbi Akiva said anywhere in the Azara area, basically. Now the Gemara asks, My love, Ba'akamiflage, isn't this the Mahlogah between Rabbi Shimon ben Anas and Rabbi Akiva? Demand the Amar Me'azara, lo, Rabbi Shimon ben Anas who said, You don't have to take it out from the entire Azara section, only certain parts. Kasavara, Machnis Shretz, Namikdash, Patur. He probably holds that if you bring a rodent into the Beit Mikdash area, you're Patur. And therefore, certain areas you could you, you should take it out, and the other areas it's mukhtsa and leave it alone. And Rabbi Akiva who felt that you have to get that rodent out of anywhere in the Azara, he felt because anywhere you bring it in, you're Hayav. Amar Rabbi no. Rabbi Shimon ben Hassan and Rabbi Akiva both hold that you're not allowed to bring that the rodent into the Beit HaMikdash area. And the Tosfor explains a little bit different, but either way, their machloket stems from a pasuk. The pasuk says when Chizkiyahu was metaher, the entire Beit HaMikdash area after his father made it uh, full of Tum'ah, it says, that the Kohanim came inside to get all the Tum'ah out that was there from the days of Ahaz. They took out all the Avodah Zarah. And we know that Avodah uh, Zarah is metameka oil. Hashem atzul beichal Hashem lachatzar bet Hashem took it out of the Azara by kabelu halviim lehotzi lenachal kidron chutzah. The the leviim took it and they threw it out to the to the river. And bottom line is, what do we see from the pasuk that the Kohanim took it out from the hechal to the Azara, but they they left it over there in the Azara. They didn't take it straight out. They let the leviim do it. Now, Rabbi Shimon Morsavar, Rabbi Shimon ben Anas, what did he learn from that sugya? From the fact that they switched from Kohanim to Levim in the Azara. What does that show you? Who cares if there's a Tum'ah in the Azara? It's not a big deal. As long as it's not in the uh, past the Mizbeah area, it's okay. Listen, the Levim couldn't go in. That's already Kohanim area. So the Kohanim got it out of there. And Hashtad Devshar Belvim, now that the Levim could get it, okay, two Lomitame Kohanim, Tohani Kohanim are not going to become Tame anymore. 
And again, all this is if the Levim are getting it out right away. But when you find the dead bug in the middle of the Azara, don't leave it there till Motzei Shabbat. Uh, you got to get it out of there. It doesn't make a difference. I'll just get it out of there as fast as possible. And that would be the Mahloket between uh, Rabban, uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Anas and Rabbi Akiva. Everyone could walk into the Hechal. To build, to fix, to get them out of there. Or mitzvah really lechatchila b'kohanim. Im en sham kohanim nechnasim levim. If there's no kohanim, then the levim go in. And the reason the levim go in first because anyways they have a mitzvah to, to clean up over there. You sweep and make, keep things clean in the Beit Hamikdash area. So if the kohanim can't make it, levim go in. Im en sham levim nechnasim israelim. And they go in Yaakov Ed, that's if there is Tehorim. If there's nobody Tehor in Bnei Israel, then the Temeim can go in. Amaravuna. Rav Kahana Mesaya Kahane. Rav Kahana was a Kohen and he liked to help out Kohanim. Why? The Tane Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana said, when it says by Kohanim who have blemishes, that they can't come anywhere near the parochet, the curtain, and they can't come up and work in the Mizbeah, I would have thought, maybe Kohanim who have blemishes and they can't work regular Avodah, maybe they can't even come to the Beit HaMikdash area, they can't walk into the Beit HaMikdash to fix up the place if uh, the guy knows how to work with uh, gold and copper and whatever it might be. Maybe he can't walk into the Kodesh Kodeshim Tamud Lomar, Ach. It says, Ach el parochet lo What's that Ach extra come and teach me? Ach, Chilek. Why? Mitzvah batimimim. Really, the Chathila, we want perfect Kohanim without blemishes to come and fix up the Beit HaMikdash. And Sham Temimim, if you don't have perfect uh, human beings that are Kohanim to come and work in the Beit HaMikdash, then the Kohanim with blemishes could come in and they could fix up the place. Now again, Mitzvah Teorim, and again, if you could find me Teorim, even better. And Sham Teorim, and Nikhnasim Temeim, then let the Temeim come in and then fix it up. Idi at the end of the day, Kohanim in, only Kohanim could go in, Yisraelim lo, that Yisraelim can't walk in. So they asked uh, the question in the yeshiva. You have two Kohanim. One of them is Tameh and the other one is Ubalmum. He has blemishes. Ezome Nichnas. Which one should go in to fix up the place? The son of Asher said the name of Rav. Tameh Nichnas. The coin that's Tameh should go in. He's allowed to do the Avodah of the Korbanot Sibur, if you don't have another Kohen who's Tahor. But if he has a blemish, he can't work there. Rabbi Lazaro Meno, Baal Mum Nichnas, the Baal Mum, the one with the blemish, could go in and fix up stuff. Why? Because at the end of the day, we're allowing him to eat, he could still eat Kodashim, he could still eat Teruma, he could still eat uh, things that are that a regular Kohen could eat, and the Kohen is Tameh can't. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah, the end of the Mishnah, where Bishimon said something funny that whenever Hachamim matir, they matir something that was yours anyways. Rabishimon Hechakae, what was Rabishimon talking about? Where did he come from? So the Gemara explains, Hatamkae. He was going on what the Mishnah said before. Andaf Nunbet Amudbed Itnan Mishah Shi Chutzlat Khum. 
person who is, you know, his, he did his shevita, he rested outside of the tomb, outside the border of the city, afilu amma'achat, lo yikanes, he's not allowed to walk into that city. Even if he's uh, 15 amot away from the city, he's still allowed to walk in. Why? Because the people who measure, they're not always perfect and they miss a couple steps here, a couple steps there. If you look at the sugya over there, you'll, uh, the, 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 I think Rashi explains exactly how we get to uh, 15 amot. And the reason is because they always go back a little bit. Why? Because there's always people who make mistakes on Shabbat. They step out a step or two. And so they, you know, they move it for back 15 amot. This way, in case anyone makes a mistake, uh, he's still allowed to go in. A person is not allowed to go in to the tomb. And Rabbi Shimon told him, Rabbi Shimon, yikanes. And over here, Rabbi Shimon said uh, that uh, whenever Hachamim allowed you, they allowed you whatever belongs to you already. Meaning, those 15 amot were already yours, and we were just mahmir on them uh, for uh, visual purposes, but really you're allowed to go there. Now, why are you waiting till the end of the Gemara to bring it over here? L'chorat's not shayach to the sugiya over here. Why, is it, why are we waiting until the last Mishnah? So Rashi explains that Rabbi Shimon saying, listen, even though I was more lenient over there in the sugya of a person coming who walked, stepped out of the home, he gets extra 15 amot. Over here, I'm not going to be mekil, I'm not going to be lenient. And what exactly is he not being lenient about? Uh, the following case. They only allowed you to do it because it's a dirabanan. What's he talking about? He's going on the Mishnah that we said before on Kofbet. The Kamar uh, talking about the violin that snapped on uh, in the Beit Hamikdash area. Tanakama said, "Koshra, you're allowed to tie it the regular tie." Make it like a bow. Don't tighten it all the way. And Rabbi Shimon explains over here. If you bow it, you're not going to get hayuf hatat sharur le rabanan. Hachamim were uh, were lenient with it. Keshira de ateli de hayuf hatat. But Keshira, which is a real knot, which is an Isur Deoraita, and you might come, if you did it well enough, you're going to come to, any, to get, do Isur Deoraita. Lo Sharu Derabana Hachamim, or Namatir. So in essence, what Rabbi Shimon is saying is, even though I was lenient with the guy stepping out of the, the, the Tchum area, with, when it comes to the violin, I'm not going to be lenient, because... If we allow you to tie it, you might come to uh, do an isur uh, uh, isur deoraita. Now, why are you bringing it over here? It looks like Rabbi Shimon is like way all over the place. So the truth is, Tosfot explains the reason he didn't bring it over there in Kofbet when he's talking about the violin. He wanted to finish all the sugya of all the stuff that are mutar asur in the Beit Hamikdash area, finish it, and then Rabbi Shimon is going to explain himself. There were only matir de rabbanans, were not uh, matir things that uh, were the oraitas. Adran Allah Hamosete Filin, Uslik Allah, Maseret Iruvin, Mabruk, Mazaltov. I want to take a second to thank uh, my partner, Yossi Abadi, who generously sponsors the Shi'ur being put, put up on the internet and he does all the technical work. He's a man always involved in Hasid projects, and the only thing I could say is Yosef Alechem Kachem Elif Pa'amim. My voice was very weak during this Masechet. It was very hard to record this Masechet. Um, when I started recording this Masechet, I found out 
I need to do heart surgery. And this Masechet, uh, as hard as it is, it got my mind off the surgery and involved only in Irubin. And I finished recording the Masechet Irubin four days after heart surgery. So I definitely feel with this Masechet, Benafsho Keshura Benafsho. And Be'ezrat Hashem, I should continue feeling healthy in order to continue teaching Torah, learning Torah, and Be'ezrat Hashem together, we'll finish the entire Shas together. As we learned, Kaveh Hashem Hazak Ve'amitz Lebecha Ve'kaveh Hashem, and Chizku Ve'amitz Lebabchem Kolam Yachadim La'ashem.